This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bite. This week we're talking about what you keep and what you throw away when you do a session, if you're editing yourself. Now, it's an interesting quote you got from uh, Brad Pitt in a Quentin Tarantino roast you might want to share with us. Yeah, Brad Pitt was uh, was roasting Quentin Tarantino. It's on YouTube. I'll stick the link in the show notes. But he's talking about Quentin and, and how he works on set. And he talks about Quentin looking for the big sister. And to quote him, he says, the big sister is the perfect take that everyone wants to take home. Which, you know, in voiceover parlay, that's the 30 seconds that you've got all the words in and you're happy with all the inflections and all that sort of stuff. But then Brad goes on to say Quinton also likes to look for the little sister, which he describes as not quite as pretty, but you take her home anyway, because sometimes she proves more interesting. And this is the point that I would make about editing down your voice session before you send it is even though you fluffed a take, you might have got 15, 20 seconds in or it's even a full take that runs 33 or 34 and you think, oh, I can't send that. Sometimes that might be the perfect bit that as an engineer I'm looking for, a certain inflection or a certain way you've said it or whatever, or even a pace, sometimes even just the pace of it. So um, it's kind of interesting to think about when you're editing your session, you know, okay, I might not want, you know, the first three words and then stumble and start again. You know, listen to what you're chopping out and think, maybe wonder whether the engineer can actually use that. We have all so many options that, you know, mm. you can just keep recording stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we can't make a decision. So we just go, well, that one fits us and that one. And Yeah. See, you would probably answer this better than me because I, if, if any of the voiceover artists who work from home studios ask me my, whether I want everything or whether I want just an edited take, my answer is always send me everything for the reasons we've just spoken about. But you, you, I, I know from talking to you, you have some clients who actually ask you to just chop the whole thing down, don't they? Just about everyone I do, I chop mm. down. Even when I'm doing stuff for radio stations, I'll do a 30-second cut. Yeah, yeah. So I just do it. I yeah. mean, the, the other thing is, of course, in the old days of tape, it was a one one roll. In fact, the early days, I used to have to do a one taker because they stopped us cutting tape because they didn't want to waste, <laughs> waste tape. That's how tight they were. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't yeah. it? Like, hang on, I'm in a production studio, but I can't edit. It was really? <laughs> yeah. And I'd sit there I'd doing my own session. They'd give me a bunch of scripts and you'd have you, you know, mountain of KPM discs. Mm-hmm. Select a piece of music that sounded okay, <laughs> cue it up on the turntable, uh, hit record on the thing, and off you go live, you know, basically live to tape. Ah, uh, you're talking my era. I tell you what, <laughs> there you go. I wasn't the voice, thank goodness, but yeah, I've done that before. Oh, it used to drive me nuts, though, because every time you made a mistake, go back to the start all over again. So let me ask you this question then. Even if you're asked not to edit, are there still things you'll take out before you send the file? Yes. Such as? Absolutely. Um, obvious mistakes, mm-hmm. clangers, clicks, bangs, pops. Swearing at the client. Swearing. <laughs> Definitely swearing. Yeah. But that, in fact, that's the one that scares me the most because sometimes you hit send and go, because the file's still sitting up there and I haven't actually, you know, you save and then my routine is I save yeah. and then I close that file so I know uh, you've that, got that has been saved. Yeah. But every now and then you don't, and then you go <laughs> go back and you look and think, hang on, did I actually save the final cut? <laughs> and then you look at it. Whoops. And it says it hasn't been saved, and it's like, 
Oh dear. How far back do I go <laughs> when I saved the last one? So if you if you did a take if you were doing a fifteen second that ran twenty or a thirty second that ran thirty three, would you still send that or would you chop that out as well? I'd probably send it. Yep. Um because if the script's that long, then I want them to know what it can sound like if you cut the script. Yes. <laughs> um, instead nice of it idea. being a race call. Yeah. yeah so nice it's idea. like here's one that fits. Sounds like crap. Yep. Here's one that doesn't fit that sounds much better. So yep. do you want to resend the script and cut some stuff out? Here's another question then. Editing takes time. And yep. time in the studio, as we all know, is money. We all do this for a living. We all need to make money out of it. Do you think it's fair that there's an expectation that you then become the editor? If we do a live session, uh, then it's just like, you know, just send me everything and they'll cut at their end. But other ones, most of the clients that I work with, you know, they're people I've worked with for years and it's kind of like, I just do it as a favour, I guess. Sure. Yep. Um, it makes their job easier, which means they're going to give me more work. Yep. You but know? there must be yeah. times as, an, as a voiceover artist where you look at what they're paying you for the job and you've already done a deal on that, yet then you find out that they're also expecting an edited file. There must be times that you just shake your head and go, well, I've got no choice but... No, because I'd always factor that into the uh, quote. Okay. So if cool. if it's like uh, a big, you. you know, corporate or it's a particularly e-learning stuff. Yep. Uh, anyone that does e-learning would know this. When you've got to not only record it, you've got to save all the files. You've got to name all the files. It just, you know, and if there's like, you know, twelve point three point five point four B and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> it is just after a while you're going. Where, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah, and it took me ages to work out a routine where I can actually manage that much quicker than I used to. Yeah, because when I first started doing e-learning stuff, it was a mess, and I get lost. I didn't know what I'd done, which file I just named, or you know, it was just hideous. But now I I've got a set routine. I must admit there are times that I call you and you're in the middle of editing something, some e-learning or something, and I kind of go, okay, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll be it. That'll be the one. But they're, they're the hardest ones, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and you charge for that because you know that, you know, it could take me 30 minutes to record mm. all the stuff, but then it could take me eight hours. Yeah, absolutely. To, to edit and save and name and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, here's another one, considering we're a podcast. I hear so many podcasts where someone's doing an interview and they're four, five, ten minutes in and all of a sudden they'll say, this is actually in the final podcast, they'll say to their guest, this line sounds terrible, I might call you back. And they yep. go through the whole rigmarole of calling them back and then they don't start the interview again, they just pick it up from where they were. For me, that's <laughs> that's a given that you go back and start again and edit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's because we're both ex-radio people. Yeah. And uh, you would never do that. I mean, it's like I hear stuff like that and go, what are you doing? But that is ridiculous. I mean, it's, would you watch a movie where they go, oh, I didn't like that take. Can you, <laughs> can you pick up that scene again? I mean, you'd be sitting there going, what, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, crazy. I don't know why people think that because it's a podcast, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does matter. And if you're actually trying to, you know, entertain an audience, mm. then at least get the basics right. Yeah. And the thing that occurs to me is if, that it sounds like crap and you're 10 minutes in, does that mean I'm supposed to skip the first 10 minutes because I'm not going to understand what the, guest, what the guest's saying in the first place? I don't know. Yeah. But it's just weird. I, I don't understand that at all. And it, it's either one, they're trying to be so cool and natural, or it's two, they have no idea what they're doing. 
And, yeah. and I've got a funny feeling it's actually more the latter than the former. Yeah. Yeah, see, I often wonder sometimes too whether that's sort of their way of explaining the difference in quality. We we go from one question where it's <laughs> to the next question where it's a little more clear and I can understand what's actually being said. Interesting. Yeah, but they're obviously, um, unless it's live, then different story. But of if course. it's actually being recorded and captured and going to be edited up like ours, our show is, yeah. then there's no excuse for that. You, If it doesn't sound good, you stop and you go back and you start again. Mm, that's right. Anyway. There you go. And we've done that many times, as we- you know. <laughs> that's why our edits take eight hours. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you only heard the stuff that never Absolutely. went to air. Absolutely. But I think, yeah. um, I think we've touched on a topic here. We could probably uh, get the boys back on the show after Thanksgiving and uh, expand on, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's certainly um, the thing about dialogue editing. There's lots of tips and tricks because I, I know a lot of people sort of throw their hands in the air it's like well I'm not getting involved in this caper yes hence the reason it's like I'll call you back because the line's bad yes uh, right. they don't know how to go back and edit and take stuff out and shift things around mm. I mean it's like the old days really of like I was saying about recording on tape yep um, you didn't have the luxury of having a whole bunch of stuff in the computer that you can cherry pick and take clicks and yeah. pops and move things around the good old days of drop editing yeah punch yeah. and roll there's another yeah. one exactly yep. But um, yeah. I remember, it's just, spe- just quickly speaking about clicks and pops and stuff, I remember being shown a trick with tape where you would mark as you as if you were going to edit with a chinograph, you would mark where the pop was, but you would uh, take the brakes off the tape machine and put the machine in record, uh, you know, just before that mark and watching where the erase head was on the quarter-inch machine, you would just slowly roll the tape back so that it erased only up to that little pop or click or whatever. That Is that right? Point. Yeah. That wow. was uh, good old David Kessels at Triple M in Brisbane, a eh, Sprocket, taught oh, me that Was trick. that one of Sprocket's tricks? That wow, that's Sprocket's incredible. Tricks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I used to do, you know, obviously doing long interviews and stuff, I used to end up and edit myself. Mm. And uh, so it was all razor blades and china graph and tape yep. all over the floor. Razor blades um, featured regularly, I suppose. But, yes, their their uh, time in radio stations continued long <laughs> yeah, after editing right. tape. Indeed, but yeah, um, yeah no, it's interesting. I I, I don't know. I, I, it's um, it's certainly a skill of its own, and it's something that I remember starting out in radio. You know that old that old chestnut where you would edit something and you would edit it too tight, and it just sounded yeah. like it had been cut. So there, there is a there is a a skill to it, absolutely, that you have to learn. So, yeah, yeah. Whether it's yeah, digital yeah. or analog. Well, as you know, I, I told you the other day, you taught me a trick about dropping in um, room noise. Yes. As opposed to silence, which, you know, after 30-odd years of doing this, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you listen back to stuff I'd done and went, oh, my God, I yep. really let that go. I, mean, I shouldn't have done that. Well, I mean, I, I guess, you know, if we do a longer episode, there's a million tips I could drop, but here's one for ed- anyone out there who's editing on, on digital now is, if and I'm editing in Pro Tools, so you'll need to change this for whatever door you're working on. But once I'm finished, say I cut a promo, once I'm finished cutting the dialogue... I will, or the voiceover, I will highlight all of that in Pro Tools and hit the F button. And what I've set that up to do is that it drops a quarter second, uh, sorry, a quarter frame fade up and fade out on each of the individual clips. Because sometimes what I find is that in the digital domain, you get, you can get a little click 
at the yeah. end of, or the beginning. So that little quarter frame fade up or fade down is, is enough to stop that happening. And that's just become a habit for me now. Okay, I've finished editing voiceover, highlight, F, done, perfect. And that saves that problem with the little clicks and stuff, which sounds not so bad when you're editing, but as soon as you start adding compression and EQ and all that sort of stuff, it makes it sound worse. So, um, so there's a little That's trick. an interesting, th- there's a question. We, we should have put that one out there because I have no idea what that is. And it only happens to me on, with certain microphones, like the, the one I'm using at the moment, yep. it will happen. If I use a shotgun, it doesn't happen. Yep. And I don't know what it is. I have no idea. It's cutting halfway through the cycle of the, the waveform causes that so it's just a oh, little, okay. it's just the waveforms in the wrong spot so it just causes a little click so yeah I, I, and someone like robert will tell us the intricacies of this and how or why it works but that's what i understand causes it and thus yeah. the reason for the fade yeah well um, i use fade now for that reason as well but yeah. um yeah it's really used to really bug me especially when i was doing long stuff and i'm cutting and it would be end of a word and then Yes. You know, yeah. And you go, <laughs> That's and right. you can see Where the it. hell is it coming from? That's yeah, right. You can see it on the waveform and you can't get rid of it. Every yeah. time you cut, you go, I'll cut that one off. Yeah. And then you go back, you know, a millisecond and it still clicks. There it is again. And, yeah. yeah. It will click all the way back to the word. Yeah. We'll wait for Robert the Boy Genius to explain that one. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. Um, the boys are having Thanksgiving. Yeah. A couple of, of turkeys. A couple of turkeys turkey. eating turkey. <laughs> 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 Happy Thanksgiving to all our uh, US listeners. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> this show was mixed by Voodoo Sound. Edit by Andrew Peters. Using Source Connect Now and Rode Microphones. With technical support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe and like us. Yeah. Try